following all adulting adults. You're tuning into The Grown Up Podcast, a show I created to talk about the struggles of the new millennium and share different perspectives in order to make sense of being a grown up. Along the way, I search for independent music, businesses, and individuals who make a way for themselves in the content creating industry via podcasts, books, blogs, vlogs, and more to show that we should support each other's ideas instead of tear them down. Tune into the podcast monthly and don't forget to follow me to stay up on new artists, new adventures, oh yeah, and more grown up shit. Now, let's get to the episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, mic check. We up and running. And what's good, everybody? My name is D, and welcome back to Grown Up, where you already know what we do. We talk about grown up shit. Um, first off, I have to thank you guys so much. You guys have been going crazy with the support. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys, all the listeners, subscribers. Thank you for coming back and listening to me and telling your friends and your family members and your coworkers. Check out Grown Up. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. If you haven't, go and stream the Naturally on a Wave interview with Josh Knight that dropped last week. Check out Grown Up Podcast with Danetta Holland every Saturday, Sunday, streaming on all platforms, including Amazon. So all the major ones like Spotify, Apple, and Google, you can get Grown Up Podcast there. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say, dog. Check her out, tune in, and uh, subscribe, like, follow, and all of it. Okay, all of it, just everything. What if you're thinking about it, do it. Okay? Just let's go. Grown up. Streaming everywhere. Please go and stream that and also check out NJ's Naturally on a Wave interview as well. Um, I'm hopefully I'm trying to make this a frequent thing. So I appreciate you guys for supporting me with that. And um, yeah, so I, I got that all out the way. So let's get to the episode. So today um, I just want to dig a little deep. You know, today I want to share my story with you guys and I want to I want to do it because I want to help someone else you know it's always good to know that you're helping others but also you have to know that you're being authentic and real with yourself and I had this conversation with my dad shout out to my dad he listens to the podcast and he's always um, been supportive of this uh, since day one so uh, we were having a conversation and he told me he was like you know you have to be you have to be real you know you got to get deep I hear you trying to go there and you know then you you go there but you pull back and and all this and that but 
you know, at the end of the day, you have to just tell your story. You have to tell your truth. And I agreed with him, you know, so here I am. I wanted to get deep. I wanted to be thorough. So I hope you got some time. I hope you are um, tuning in with, I don't know, whatever you're tuning in with wine or coffee, if you're at work or whatever it is, just just sit back, relax and get to know me, you know, as as we journey through my life. Okay, so here's my story, you guys. So I'm going to start, I'm going to do like a timeline uh, sequence and, you know, I'm going to let you guys in on each stage of my life. So um, I'm going to start with the stage of, uh, with the age of between three and eight. So between three and eight, um, I, I, I remember just a lot of fighting with my mom and my dad. You know, um, they were married for, I think, 10 years and they did the best they could to try and make it work. But at the end of the day, they struggled because uh, they they fought so much. You know, they, they loved so hard. They were some they were strong willed people. They were hard workers. But at the end of the day, their love just it clashed. And um, I, I just remember just a lot of fighting, you know, going on with them and before I knew it, they had got a divorce. And I want to say they got a divorce when I was like three or four. Um, I don't, I don't remember much. It it all happened so quickly, but you know, we went to go live with my mom and I know that was a tough time, you know, um, seeing my mom having to go through all of that. And then also, you know, being pulled away from my dad and not really knowing when we would be able to spend time with him and stuff like that that was pretty hard to take you know at three or four so you know when we we went to go live with my mom she she struggled a lot because here she is three kids you know fresh out of 10-year marriage and not really getting along with my dad so you know and it was difficult for her um and but you know she she was a very strong-willed person very strong-willed woman she never gave up she never um she always put her kids first and um you know she got a job and she got a place and stuff like that and then one day we I, I don't really know how the arrangement was. I think it was like visitation or something. I don't know. It was a lot of a lot of talk going on around. But the, the thing was, they always wanted us to be kids. So we would always have to be in the kid corner. I know you remember, y'all. Yeah, it's, it's the adult table and the kid table. Okay, we was always at the kid table. So um, <laughs> uh, one day, my mom was like, you know, we were going to go and... Um, spend the night at my dad's house and so you know we packed our stuff we were excited because we you know get to spend time with my dad we didn't we hadn't spent a lot of time with him since they got a divorce and it was a lot of chatter on you know both sides so we went to go spend the night and I end up being sexually molested there and from there, I don't really remember much. You know, it was all really just a blur. And before I knew it, me and my brothers, we were put into foster care. 
Now, I have three older brothers, and my oldest brother, he has a different mom. So he lived with his mom at the time, and you know, he wasn't going through everything that me and my other two brothers, who we had the same mom, were going through. So it was pretty difficult to experience knowing that you and your other brothers are here like going through all of this and being in foster care and then knowing your oldest brother is like with his mom and everything's cool and he doesn't really get to experience what we're going through and I don't think I ever really thought about it though because I think all I was thinking was that things were changing and I needed to adapt you know I was always at that point I knew that my life was going to really be about changing and adapting. I don't know how I came to that conclusion. Don't don't ask me what how I did. But I knew that at that point, like my life was always just going to be me learning how to understand in, in my environments, the, the environments that I'm in. So <clears throat> we were put into foster care and the foster home that we were in it was she was a a nice lady but you know you're in there with other kids and you never know how they are and the kids were they were all right like some were cool some were like hella mean you know but a lot of times I just wanted to stay to myself I tried to stay positive and you know um I really just tried to stick with my brothers of course (laughs) and I made the best of the experience you know we got put into school so I made friends and you know I tried to just be friendly and positive and you know be open to the change and experience that we were going through at the at the time and again I'm like six seven you know I don't really know what's going on I just know that I'm I've want to stay positive about it you know and I knew that I kind of had to take on the care role too for my brothers because you know they don't they boys are lost let's just you know let's just call call it what it is boys are lost and they just they need someone and even though I was the baby and the younger sister I still felt that obligation at like five or six you know so We went through foster care. We were there for like two years. And it was, again, it was all just an experience for me, a learning experience. And I I took it, I I, I really took it well, I guess some would say. Um, I don't know how, again, like I I don't really remember much of the experience. It was all, again, just it happened so fast. But... Um, I do remember this particular experience that happened to me when we got out of foster care because my parents fought very hard to get us out. And when we got out, I received this award from the county, from Alameda County. It was a reward, excuse me, for like my leadership throughout the experience. And to this day, I still don't know how to feel about it. because I still don't really understand the meaning behind it but um I I guess they seen that I was so positive and so courageous and that I 
you know, showed leadership of experiencing uh, going through foster care and not letting it take a hold of me or something like that. They wanted to recognize that. And um, I, I again, I don't know how to take it, you know, because it was just it was just, you know, like you're you're giving a kid a, a reward, an award for going through an experience that a child shouldn't go through, you know, and you're just kind of giving them an award at the end of it. Like, like, great job. You were like a, a really great leader throughout this. Like, wow, that's amazing. Here's an award for this. <laughs> like, you know, so I just, I don't know. I didn't know how to really feel about the award. And, um, uh, but I, I, I accepted it, of course. And I, I wrote a speech and everything. I had to write a speech. I had to say something and all this stuff. But again, at the end of the day, I don't really know what it was for. And I still don't really understand it. But all I knew was that, you know, I could go home. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to go home. So um, at around like eight years old, we get out of foster care. I go home to my mom and I started dancing believe it or not if if any of you seen me in real life <laughs> you would never know that yes I used to dance like actually dance um I did tapping hip-hop acrobatics and I think I did ballet at one point as well um but dance actually really helped me like get through all of everything that I had went through, you know, from three to eight, you know, it really let me express myself through something in an, in a creative form. And I think that's also where I started my creativity and how I express myself now. Like I, I nowadays, it's really hard for me to express my, express myself without being creative about it you know like now i i express myself like through poems i write poetry because it's hard for me to you know express my feelings and i do this podcast and find out creative ways to express myself through this because again this is another creative way that i'm expressing myself so um i think it really started at that point with dance with me coping with things that were going on in my life and being able to express it through something. So um, I started dancing and that was amazing. And then um, we moved when I was like 10 years old, I think. And um, once we moved, I couldn't find like a, a dancing studio where we were at. So I stopped dancing <laughs> and that kind of, made me sad because then it was like I I didn't know what else to do but I mean I had always played sports like growing up I played football with my brothers I played basketball with my brothers I was always I was on like the elementary basketball team um I I was always playing something so it wasn't like dance was my only thing but it was my main thing because I was performing I was going to like I was doing festivals I was doing like you know 
things like that like going to great america performing stuff like that so that was like my main thing that i was doing so when i couldn't find a dance studio i kind of just threw myself into different other kinds of sports and um at that point my mom had remarried my stepdad and that's you know obviously one of the reasons why we moved and so um you know their relationship started out rocky and um again just remember more fighting and for anyone who has a step parent i think you guys know that it's just as difficult for the step parent to come in as it's difficult for the family to receive the step parent so you know each one of us took my stepdad differently you know my oldest brother didn't and still to this day or at least to my knowledge doesn't really accept him you know um my middle brother well the middle brother (laughs) the second oldest brother um he accepts him for who he is and but he's still like in the middle like because he has he's kind of the black sheep of the family so he has his own feelings and me when he came into our lives i automatically accepted him because one i'm just that kind of person i just i accept anyone as long as i well i mean i i see good in everyone so you know automatically i accept them until they do something bad so you know i accepted him and i embraced him and stuff like that and i started calling him dad and you know he provided and everything like that he was there but then things started getting rocky because again they started falling out they started fighting and things like that so I started to question how I felt about him and I think um when you start to question how you feel about your step parent it makes it difficult to be at home (laughs) you know because it's like you don't now it's like it feels like you have to pick a side it's like do i pick my you know biological parent and stick up for them or do i stick up for my step parent who i am calling my dad who's providing but it's like they're not my biological parents so i don't really have much of an obligation and i want to know what you guys think about you know how you feel if any of you have step parents and how you feel about your relationships with your step parents because mine is difficult and i don't know how to take it nowadays and we don't really have a relationship now either i mean it's there but it's not and so you know once again once they started fighting a lot my feeling towards him started to really be like well you know uh, dad uh, i don't know about that because i don't know how the way you're treating my mom is not really like (laughs) to me it doesn't it doesn't matter how you're treating me you know at that point it's like how, how are you treating my mom if you're not treating my mom like that way then i don't know if you're like a dad you know so um 
I, I didn't know how to feel about that. And then my mom became sick when I was like 11, like 10 or 11. And at that point, it was, it became a whole lot more difficult because she, you know, she was a, a medical assistant and a phlebotomist, so she worked a lot. And so it was hard for her to accept to that she, you know, couldn't work anymore or couldn't work as much as she could at first. And then she couldn't work anymore. And then, you know, she had to start taking a lot of medication and, you know, she had to start maintaining her health and things like that. And it was so hard. And um, I stepped up because my stepdad had to, of course, work a lot more because, of course, he had to make sure everything was um, still going. Um, and I stepped up to help my mom, you know, make sure that she was eating, taking her medications, resting you know, um, maintaining her health. And it became very difficult for me because while I was doing that, my brothers were going through what they were going through and they were experiencing, you know, their difficulties. They were getting into trouble and all this stuff. And, you know, <clears throat> I'm trying to help them because, you know, <laughs> trying to be the, you know, protector of them <laughs> but it's hard because they want to do their own thing and you know it was it was very difficult and so you know trying to take care of my brothers trying to take care of my mom and then also trying to take care of myself make sure that I was <clears throat> going to school on time getting pushing my own self to make sure that I got good grades and you know also going into sports so that I could get my mind off of everything that was going on at home and everything it was it was difficult and again playing the sports was like dancing you know it was like getting everything that was going on at home off of my mind and it was another coping thing and it's always been a coping thing for me you know so at this point, uh, going through all of this and seeing my brothers going through what they were going through and, you know, them really not really wanting to be in the home <clears throat> and they left. So it's just me. <clears throat> it's just me. I'm by myself. You know, it was tough because what when you have siblings what do y'all do when you grow up y'all y'all talk about your parents you know come on don't lie <laughs> you talk you talk and you gossip about them and you're like you know you say things about them that <clears throat> you wouldn't tell them in front of their face of course but you know at the end of the day it's because y'all siblings you do what you got to do so when they left you know it was really hard because now like now uh, it's me by myself my mom and my stepdad are still fighting. My mom and my biological dad are still not getting along. I'm, I'm not seeing or talking to him really that much. I'm starting to feel, you know, like alone in a sense because I don't, I don't really feel a connection to my stepdad anymore because he's fighting with my mom now. I don't feel like I can come to my mom because she's always occupied with fighting or, you know, with having to take care of the house and provide. And I don't have a relationship with my biological father because he's working and he had other families and 
things like that and other kids and so I'm like <laughs> I'm feeling trapped I'm feeling alone and um at this point oh shout out to the ice cream man again look I, this is the second time I'm recording this the ice cream man came the second time so <laughs> I had to put that in there um so at this point again like I said feeling trapped and alone I tried to run away at 13 and I did it because I was like you know what if this is the family that was given to me why can't I just go and build my own family that's you know without all of this without the fighting without the fussing without the cussing without all of this drama that's going on I can build my own family you know I can go off and do me pretty much and it didn't work (laughs) failed attempt and um you know I learned my lesson in that that I can't just run away and build a whole nother life that there is a whole lot more to that than just um saying that I can build a build go off and, and build another life so so after that happened I tried to go back home and I tried to you know obey the rules and all that stuff but with all the fighting still continuing and still feeling like you know a lot of weight was on me to maintain helping around the house and still go to school and still do sports and you know all this stuff it was a lot it was a lot to deal with so at 15 I ended up running away again because again in my mind I'm like look I can't deal with this there's got to be a way that I can you know make my own family there's got to be a way I like where where there's a will there's a way like I was determined to create a family that was without fighting without fussing without cussing without anger with um communication with love with respect you know like I wanted to make my own family but again because I'm just a kid and I'm just lost and confused and all I want to do is just I have a a direction I want to go in but I have no plan and I'm and me not knowing that I have to make a plan (laughs) in order to go to the down this direction I hit another wall and I have to I have to come back and I have to face reality so you know because I ended up having to go back home I I realized that you know I just had to get through it you know I just had to just do whatever I had to do to get through until I turned 18 and I can get out the house so at that point at 16 I just decided to do things in order to cope with being at home you know, I started drinking. I started, you know, partying and doing things that were bad for me, but I wanted to do them because like, <laughs> I don't want to be at home. I don't want to be home listening to fighting and, and all this stuff. And, and now I'm like, I have to stay home because I tried to run away twice and it didn't work. <laughs> I was unsuccessful two times. So now I just all I have is school and sports you know that's it that's the only thing I have 
and we moved away from you know our family that lived around the corner from us and now we're just stuck by ourselves so i'm just like i'm just grasping at anything to try to you know cope and drinking and partying was the best way that i knew how and i was also jumping into a bunch of relationships that were meaningless and that shouldn't have happened and i was an asshole even at a young age (laughs) and you know it wasn't great you know but again things that i had to experience things that i don't regret because if i hadn't have gone through it if i hadn't experienced all this then i wouldn't be who i am today you know so um man this is tough you guys but i'm getting through it i'm getting through it so let's see um i'm going through my notes sorry guys I'm trying to make sure that i <laughs> i get this right so so i start uh you know drinking partying at 16 because uh i experienced my first heartbreak um after i tried to run away the second time and um you know again i i had to go through these things and it was really difficult for me to try to understand what was going on around me and all I knew was that at some point we had like things had to stop <laughs> you know so at some point things were going to change but I just didn't know when and I didn't know how and so me acting out and me trying to cope with everything my environment it was it was really hard and so at 17 I got into a relationship with a woman who I thought truly loved me. And, you know, it turned out that it was just me chasing love again that led to me making more bad decisions, you know, and it all, and it ultimately led me to end up in depressive states, you know, for throughout the time that we were together. And, you know, again another experience that i had to grow to go through in order to learn what i needed to learn from our relationship you know it it wasn't a perfect relationship it wasn't good i'm well sorry it was good when the parts were good but it wasn't it wasn't there was no growth for me and but i held on to it because I was looking for someone to love me, you know? And um, at 19, we broke up because I was like, you know what, I, this is crazy. You know, I need to get away. I need to, I need to figure out who I am. I need to figure something out, first of all. Not in, <laughs> I mean, of course I need to figure out who I am, but I need to figure out something. So, I went to Job Corps. I think I've mentioned that in previous episodes before, but I went to Job Corps. That's that was how I was able to get away. And, um, you know, I learned to trade and the experience was (laughs) humbling, to say the least. But um, 
that's where I really honestly I really found myself there and you know I the ultimate goal was to find myself and it was great that I did because that was the first time that I had sought therapy you know with someone and well actually sorry that was the second time I sought therapy um the first time I went to therapy was around the time when you know the whole foster care thing went on but I didn't really understand therapy at that point and I wasn't connecting with it at that point so um I think I had only went to like one or two sessions and then I, I stopped going so when I went to therapy at Job Corps, it really helped me understand like a lot of my emotions and a lot of my childhood that I was holding on to that I needed to let go of. And just as I was really making progress, I was getting like antsy to leave and, you know, keep keep going. You know, I thought I thought I was good with that little therapy that I did, if that makes sense. You know, I was like, I was like, OK, I did therapy. I finally went. That was cool. You know, now I'm ready. To, I'm antsy. Like, I need to get out of this place. I can't like, you know, my mind's going to spoil because <laughs> if anybody who's went to Job Corps knows what I'm talking about, it's pretty intense <laughs> to say the least. So. I was getting antsy and I was like, I need to get out of here. I'm ready to go. So I ended up leaving Job Corps at 21. I think I stayed there for like only like seven or eight months. And I really think I should have stayed longer because honestly, um, I, I learned I did learn a lot. But again, I think everything happens for a reason. I think I left at, you know, the time I did because God had another path for me that he wanted me to take. And so I left Job Corps and um, I I saw, you know, promise in myself. And I ended up learning a lesson through Job Corps that, you know, if I really put in the hard work that I can achieve whatever it is that I want to achieve. And it's funny that Job Corps taught me that one little lesson, but it did. So when I came back from Job Corps, I, I got a job and it was cool, but I learned my lesson in that as well. And I ended up going back home after that. So I went back home with my mom and my stepdad. And by that time, you know, they were doing better. The fighting with them had stopped, which was great. And I was, you know, grateful for that. And um, I was like, you know what? Let me see if I could go back to college because <laughs> here's what, here's a big bomb for you guys. So um, I didn't know that I could go back to college because when I went to college the first time I and I dropped out, um, they had, I called them and I was like, yo, uh, what's gonna happen? Like, uh, can you guys stop the uh, grant deposit? <laughs> for me and she and she was like uh we actually released it already and I was like damn 
I don't know if like I, I didn't know if it was a sign from God or <laughs> I was just going to make a dumb decision um, again in hindsight it was going to be just a dumb decision but um, at the time I thought it was a sign from God so um, anyways what ended up happening was that grant money deposited I ended up using that money to pay for some like desperation things and I also ended up using it to just you know fuck off the money which I don't recommend um please don't do that shit pay that shit back because now it's on my credit and um you know but again another lesson that I had to learn you know and and my dad's probably gonna listen to this and be like you did what yes dad I did um but again it was something that I had to learn and it's something that I'm gonna be able to teach my kids like a real life lesson like this is what really happened to me this was what can really happen to you if you you know let your heart (laughs) get in blind your mind you know you really have to always really think with your mind you know and um but I did that and so after that I was like I found out that I could go back to school so I I got really excited. I got happy about that. And after that, I was like, all right, I'm going to form a a wall around me. Okay, I'm going to drop everything. I'm going to block out everything that I need to block out in order to work on myself. Okay, I'm going to focus on myself. That's what I needed to do. That's what I knew needed to happen. So at the time... I had a girlfriend and I don't think I ever explained to her why I did it, but I broke up with her. But and, you know, I was again, I was an asshole and I was learning, but I I did it because I really needed to be selfish. You know, sometimes as we're exploring life and exploring. Thank you. Shout out to my dog who's featured in this episode um, as we're going through life and you know, understanding the points in life where we just need that time to ourselves and we need to be selfish and reclaim our time. Um, We have to understand that sometimes that means letting some people go or that means leaving some people behind or that means putting some people on pause or whatever the case may be. It could be your family. It could be the person you're in a relationship with. It could be, you know, it could be some people at your job it doesn't matter sometimes you just need to pause people okay pause them or have a, or take a break from them because working on yourself you can't do it if you have a lot of things around you you know you got to let some things go you have to you have to release some things in order to you know take the weight and and, and make it less heavy as you're moving along in your journey so I had to do that. Broke up with her. I, you know, pretty much stopped talking to a lot of people and I threw myself into my studies, you know, because I wanted to focus and I wanted to make sure that what I'm going back to college for was one, what I wanted to go to college for and two, that I was going to succeed at it. Like it wasn't it wasn't any doubt in my mind whether I was going to succeed in finishing college one and two putting what I learned in college into 
you know, play with like with this, you know, podcast as I'm ending up. Well, you know, we're going to end up on the end here. But um, <laughs> so I, I started college and I went initially for what I wanted to go for, which was video production. And I wasn't really vibing with the video production class. Nothing was wrong with it, but it just I wasn't feeling it. I ended up attending one of the audio classes and the audio really captured my mind like it really I really became solely focused on audio production I don't know why but something about it it really like sparked something in me that I didn't know I had in me (laughs) before and um so I started with the audio production instead I put the video production aside I still have I have a little like a little bit of background in video production like I can do a little sense in I have a couple things I did but don't expect me to be like you know really real big editor video editor stuff like that but um <laughs> um yeah so I fell into the audio studies really became engulfed in that and um I, I did a lot of audio projects shout out to my professor um they were so supportive and it was really fun it was really awesome just talking about it right now i'm smiling um remembering the experience uh and it was hard work it was dedication it was waking up early it was staying late it was staying up it was a lot (laughs) but I really loved it and you know my advice for if you're going back to college again or if you're going to college for the first time really go for what it is that you want to go for I think I said that in my college episode but um seriously like it, it makes a difference you know it really makes a difference for you to go to school for something that you are truly interested in and don't get me wrong my first semester I still took a bunch of different classes that I was interested in to see if it was something that I wanted to major in but at the end at the end of the day I ended up going with something that I initially wanted to go for but I still explored but still go for something that you truly 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 want to study because otherwise you're gonna feel like you waste your time and of course you're gonna feel like you wasted your money so um that's my two three and four cents on college (laughs) so um anyways going through college been in there for almost a year and then I meet my lovely wife who I'm married to now uh we started dating and by the way side note uh if you were paying attention i said that i had a heartbreak at 16 and she happened to be my heartbreak at 16. so um yeah uh i didn't know that she was still looking my way still paying attention to me still checking up on me seeing what i was doing you know and um I, I again really felt like everything happened for a reason 
you know, she came back into my life for a reason. We started talking, we started dating. And, you know, even though we had talked about it at 15, 14, and we were like, yeah, we're gonna get married and all this stuff. And, you know, the fairy tale things that you say when you're a kid that <laughs> it, it's, that seems like it's so far away that would never happen, but could happen eventually and but you don't know how it would happen you say all those things as a kid and then now we're adults and it's really happening and you know we're wrapped up in uh you know we're dating and then now it's like we love each other so much we know we want to marry each other and now we're putting into a predicament where we have we're pretty much have to marry each other so we ended up getting married very quickly and earlier than we should have than we were prepared for but we did and um you know it's of course nothing's perfect you know and no no relationship is perfect there's ups there's downs and you know but you have to choose each other every day and that's what i say you know and that's that's my i don't know if i would say advice but that's my two cents um just choose each other every day so um today well maybe in a couple months it's gonna be three years and uh together for four and uh of course like i said it's not perfect but you know she definitely makes me a better person every day i definitely wouldn't have graduated without her um i i wouldn't have faced a lot of things that i've been facing lately as far as you know growth for myself um she's pushed me to talk to my dad and build that relationship with my dad um you know she pushed me to do this podcast and to really uh put the the time and the effort into it and she's definitely pushed me to realize that you know i'm not my childhood experiences you know i'm not who who i could have been going through everything that I experienced you know and I think that's why I'm starting therapy soon because now I feel like I've come full circle I've really experienced all these things in my life that have made me grow into the person I am today and I'm starting to now love the person that I am and I'm starting to become more comfortable with myself and starting to you know express myself more and put myself into this podcast and you know in hopes that I'm, I'm helping someone else you know I hope that I'm relating to someone else and you know I hope that my story can show others that you're not your past you know you don't have to be what you grew up on you know you can change the narrative you can change the perspective you know you can change the way people view you people um see what's inside of you you can work on yourself you know you can go to therapy you can read um you know books for yourself that which by the way you guys i'm keeping up on i'm keeping up on my reading <laughs> i'm starting my third book I guess you could say because I'm trying well I'm trying to finish this other book it's a little boring I ain't gonna lie but <laughs> I'm trying to get through it so I well I guess technically you could say my second because I'm gonna say I'm gonna put that one on the back burner but 
I'm starting my second book soon. So, um, yeah, you can read books, you know, to help yourself. Like, you know, you can make yourself better and work on yourself. You don't have to let your childhood define who you are, you know? So here I am today. I have this podcast. I work my ass off to, you know, provide for myself, provide my life, um, create the family that I want to now that I wanted to as a kid. I am now doing that. And um, yeah, I'm excited for the future. You know, Um, if you guys are not following me on my social medias, you should be because as I'm wrapping up this episode right now, I'm going to tell you guys that on Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't know when, but it's going to happen. I'm going to be making a huge announcement for the podcast because Grown Up Podcast is going places you guys have no idea I'm so excited so please go follow me on my Twitter follow me on my Instagram and like my Facebook page because I'm going to be posting next or this week I guess you could say I'm going to be posting this week uh, a big announcement and you don't want to miss it so please stay tuned for the grown-up podcast you guys and uh that's all i got for you today i hope that this episode was relatable it was helpful it was authentic it was my story it was me and i hope that it resonated with some of you guys and now you get to know me a little more and you get to you know understand that we all go through things and we all have um a story but again like i said we don't have to let our story define us we can create a new path we can create a new story for ourselves and we can create how people can view us so uh with that being said you guys thank you so much i appreciate you guys if again if you haven't um going to check out the naturally on a wave interview with josh knight please go and check that out and this week we have a dope naturally on a wave artist we have a brand new one um this guy he linked up well i linked up with him (laughs) because i reached out to all my artists but i linked up with him he wasn't sure if he was able to to send his music to me but i told him yes please i accept all independent artists all independent artists are welcome here so um again thank you guys so much for tuning in And here we go. Here's the naturally on a wave artist for this week. You guys give it up for Nigeria's own Talib. We've been in this for a while. Every day you acting like you want to run away. I don't know why the fuck you been acting like you tired So all these questions, yeah, they've been piling in my mind Did she bug me? Now you know I just got it right 
If I'm not the one more, if I'm not an animal, if I can't afford to pop, will you love me? If I can't afford a car, I'm still the one you love. I'm not the one you call, do you love me? Thank you. 
What's good, y'all? I hope you guys are going hard with this week's naturally on a wave artist, Nigeria's own. Yes, I said Nigeria's own Talib. You can find him on all social media platforms at Talib the Vibe. Go follow him. Go check out his music streaming on all platforms. And of course, his links will be in the description so that you can click them and go straight to where you can stream his music and follow him. And of course, as for me, you guys already know, remember to hit that subscribe button for me then go ahead shoot me an email at grownuppodcast95 at gmail.com let me know what questions you guys have for the show or if you want me to do a topic of course i can do that for you guys for updates on the show follow me on twitter at famous d underscore 95 or instagram at famous d underscore 95 feel free to let me know how you guys feel about the show on there also like my facebook page i have some big news coming again follow me on my social medias you guys i have some big news that i'm going to be dropping so you guys want to check out for that stay tuned we're grown up and as always stay safe be kind and we out stay rocking out to this song y'all then that's not the person that I want Only time I'm ever happy is when I'm with you If we let the party, then it's put up to my home You don't want no mama when I'm rhyming You don't want that I'm just thinking, but I'm feeling you Got the feeling I get when we vibing Maybe it's cause I always wanna chill and be with you Come in, you should pack a bag and get your pass to send me your location, I'ma pull up and take you on a vacation I know you won't go You won't go Send me your location I'ma pull up and take you on a vacation I know you won't go You won't go Said she wanna leave me She don't even bother try to be grown-ups do you know any independent artists do they get the playtime and recognition for their independent projects then send them to grown-up to be a part of the naturally on a wave segment they can pick two to three songs send them to me with their social medias and stage name then bam they get the recognition and playtime they earn let's show independent artists the love they deserve grown-up streaming now wherever you get your podcasts
What's good, grown-ups? Do you know any independent artists? Do they get the playtime and recognition for their independent projects? Then send them to Grown Up to be a part of the Naturally On A Wave segment. They can pick two to three songs, send them to me with their social medias and stage name, then bam, they get the recognition and playtime they earn. Let's show independent artists the love they deserve. Grown Up streaming now, wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 